And now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. Andrew McLean back again. Uh, Tuesday. It is Tuesday, June the 1st, 2021. That's right. Very exciting. Uh, June 1st, also commemorating 100 years since the massacre in Tulsa on African Americans in this country. And our president, Joe Biden, made his way to Tulsa to deliver a fiery and inspirational speech that you gotta hear to believe. I'll tell you about that in a moment. First up, though, don't forget about Patreon. Patreon's what keeps this show going, so go to Patreon dot com slash andrew mcclain who you can be a part of our patreon for as low as ten dollars a month four different ways to give these are donation based things but you must know that you do in fact get exclusive content when you're part of patreon behind the scenes videos different stuff like that we'll have more things coming along in the future that you patreon people will be getting we like to call you our patreonies so if you want to be a patreoni Go over there and check that out. And don't forget about Vapor Forge out on 280. Proud sponsors of the show. We appreciate these guys more than they will ever know. They've got everything you need in the vaping world, in the CBD world, Delta 8. They got you hooked up and for the best price. All you got to do is tell them you heard it on over the line and they are going to take care of you. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham, Alabama, next to Bailey Brothers, 205-874-9010. Now, we had a little bit of a rough start to this episode. Um, First of all, my, my sound settings were all jacked up, and I had to get all that figured out. I, I still don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to find out. Uh, Also, moments before starting this podcast... I took this bottle of water and I spilled it all over the electronics. That's right. Laptop, soundboard, all of it. Got some water. Got hydrated, if you will. And now my phone's going off because apparently I didn't cut off. Good Lord, people. I didn't cut anything off. How about that? And that's, uh,. This has been one of those... Why is this thing making noise when I've got it on silent? This is crazy. This is crazy. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Joe Biden, your president and mine. I know. I know. He's such an exciting and inspirational guy. He delivered a speech in Tulsa today, speaking mainly to African Americans and uh, letting them know that their suspicions are correct and... America is systematically racist. The racism is ingrained in our country and the structure and the way we operate as the greatest country in the world, we operate under a racist a, a, a racist pretense, a racist precedent, if you will. That because of our history that what we do is based in race and we have to change it. 
Now, forget the fact that nobody on this planet or in history has made strides in racial division like the United States of America. Forget the fact that life is better for all races, more so in America than in any other country. People are treated equal more in this country, in the U.S., than any other country in the world. We still live in a world where certain countries will throw you off a rooftop for being gay or put you in a concentration camp for being Muslim. We don't do that in the U.S., but some days when hearing our elected officials speak, I feel like we do live in one of those countries. And maybe that's the end game. Maybe that's what Joe Biden and Democrats want. They want us to hate this country. They want us to hate it so we're willing to allow them to transform it in dramatic ways. Here's Joe Biden just earlier today speaking in Tulsa, Oklahoma on this very topic. Asian Americans, Hispanic Americans, Black Americans, a belief enforced by law, by badge, by hood, and by noose that speaks to that lit the fuse. It lit it by the spark that it provided. A fuse of fury was an innocent interaction that turned into an insane is a terrible, terrible headline allegation of a black male teenager attacking a white female teenager. A white mob of a thousand gathered around the courthouse where the black teenager is being held. Ready to do it still occurred. Lynch that young man that night. But 75 black men, including black veterans, arrived to stand guard. Words were exchanged, then a scuffle, then a shots fired. Hell was unleashed. Literal hell was unleashed. Through the night and into the morning, the mob terrorized Greenwood, torches and guns. Can, can I just say, it is almost impossible to pay attention to what anyone is saying with these sign language people. I mean, they're very... Uh, dramatic, their facial expressions are intense, they're flailing their arms all over the place. How could anybody not be distracted? But maybe that's a good idea because as you hear Joe Biden speaking, he's all over the road and most of his sentences do not make sense. So maybe the more dramatic the sign language translator the less people pay attention to Joe. Actually seems like a pretty genius plan. Guns, shooting at will. Also, I want you to pay attention to the tone of Joe Biden as it goes up and down. The mood changes so dramatically and in the most, at the most inopportune times. Bob tied a black man by the waist to the back of their truck with his head banging along the pavement as they drove off. A murdered black family draped over the fence of their home outside. 
An elderly couple knelt by their bed praying to God with their heart and their soul when they were shot in the back of their heads. Private planes, private planes dropping explosives. The first and only domestic aerial assault of its kind on an American city here in Tulsa. Eight of Greenwood's nearly two dozen churches burned like Mount Zion across the street at Vernon AME. Mother Randall said it was like a war. Mother Fletcher says all these years later, she still sees black bodies around. The Greenwood newspaper publisher, A.J. Smitherton, excuse me, Smitherman, penned a poem of what he heard and felt that night. And here's the poem. He said, kill them, burn them, set the pace, teach them how to keep their place. Reign of murder, theft, and plunder was the order of the night. That's what he remembers in the poem that he wrote. 100 years ago, at this hour, on this first day of June, smoke dark in the Tulsa sky, rising from 35 blocks of greenwood that were left in ash and ember, raised in rubble. Less than 24 hours, less than 24 hours, 1,100 black homes and businesses were lost. And he goes on to uh, tell the story of that day 100 years ago, um, a day he probably has no clue about and is just reading his pre-prepared speech. But it's very erratic. Very, very erratic. And, and if you go and listen to the whole thing, it is completely awkward. Like everything Joe Biden does. For instance, uh, I, I'm not going to play the clip, but if you go back and listen to his Memorial Day speech, he is stealing the show and stealing the reason for the speech by complimenting a... Um, a, a five, six-year-old girl who was on the side of the stage saying how good she looks and how she looks 19 years old. That's right. With what politician in history would that have ever been acceptable in this day and age? With who? Nobody. Especially somebody with the reputation of Joe Biden. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the disgusting manner in which Democrats and especially liberals alike talk to the black community. Talk to our black brothers and sisters in this country. Citizens, just like my pasty white self that are no different than me have the same dreams and aspirations that I do the same desires to become successful and provide for their family for some reason Democrats still to this day after many decades of finally distancing ourselves from extreme racism and segregation Democrats still view black people as less than. And it's important for us to continue 
to point that out. So why do Democrats think that the black community needs so much help? Why do the Democrats feel like black people? Why do Democrats feel like the black community, everyone within the black community, are victims? Well, all you got to do is look what they tell you they think about them. This is what Democrats think about black people. That they're unable to get a driver's license or a free government-issued ID. Which means they're unable to rent a hotel room, rent a car, buy a car, get insurance and tags for those cars, fly on an airplane, buy beer or cigarettes. They look at black people as a people that can't remember to bring a bottle of water to a polling place to quench their thirst, to protect themselves from dehydration. They view black people as not being able to figure out on their own how to cast a ballot, how to vote for their elected officials. They view them as not being able to get into college on their own merits. Not being able to buy a home. Not being able to own their own business. Not being able to get a job based on the skills that they possess. They view black people as unable to get a COVID vaccine on their own. They view black people as unable to use the internet. Or to be able to afford to have internet in their own homes. All you have to do is go back to 2018... To see a Washington Post article that had a very telling headline. White liberals dumb themselves down when they speak to black people according to a new study. Even the media knew it and were willing to admit it. So why do Democrats spend so much time talking about black people being victims? Well, if you thought that of black people, if you thought all of those things were true about the black community, of course you would think they're victims. Of course you would say, these people need our help. It's one of the most racist things in this country today. It is the source of racism. And it is the source of white privilege. Because white privilege does not exist. White liberal privilege is what really exists. That's where the racism is. You don't think so? They put a former racist as the head of their party. 
as a candidate for president. You can scroll back through the Over the Line archives and find shows we've done where we've recounted the many racist things Joe Biden has said and done, the many racist votes he has cast in Congress. If the Democrat Party's not racist as they used to be, why are they allowing a racist to run this country? That's why the speech Joe Biden gave in Tulsa today rings hollow. There's nothing about Joe Biden. There's nothing about Kamala Harris. There's nothing about the Democrat Party that is benefiting the black community. The only thing Democrats have done for the black community is hold them back. Because they're no different than me. They're no different than you or the next person or the next person. They are just as capable as succeeding in life without a handout as anybody else. Because we all contain the human spirit. It ain't got nothing to do with color. So the history of the Democrats, pro-slavery, anti-abolitionist, pro-segregationist, and now disguising themselves in a cloak of anti-racism, they are yet again holding black, holding back the black community. Some things never change. Some things never change. Real quick before we get out of here, I want to make sure you guys have seen our brand new video. Now, this is what I'm going to give you here is going to be a little taste of what you're going to see on Patreon if you become a contributor to Over the Line. This one we went ahead and posted on the YouTube page and social media just to let you know Kind of some of the stuff that you're going to get when you sign up for Patreon for as low as $10 a month. This video is also available on YouTube. I think it's uh, one or two episodes before this one. So you can go back and watch the entire thing. But here is part of our adventure we had going to the flea market on Sunday. Here we have a state-of-the-art cafeteria at Mountaintop. As you see, you get your food here, the food truck, and then you go over here. And, and stand in that line. 
and then sit at those picnic tables and eat your tacos or taquitos or whatever Mexican stuff they sell here. So you've been to some awesome shoe stores in the past, I'm sure Nike Outlet, whatever, but have you ever been to a shoe store quite as magnificent as this? By the way, <laughs> this is what Trisha's side of the bed looks like. <laughs> You're not gonna let it go, are you? <laughs> you've heard of Calvin Klein, but when you go to a mountaintop, you get stuff you can't get anywhere else. Like Galvin Klein. Now, who would not want this? What are you doing, babe? Huh? What are you doing? I'm preparing to go to the bathroom. Yeah, you're reading your nervous. Bible before you go to the bathroom. Surely there's something in here that's going to prepare me for what I'm about to find. The smell was so bad, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. To see that entire video, go to youtube.com slash over the line. You can see that. But remember, those are the things you're going to catch on Patreon as soon as you become one of our Patreonies. You want to be a Patreone. Everything we get from that goes right back into the podcast. So you don't have to worry about that. And you will know you played a small role. And making sure this bad boy continues on spreading the truth. But we got some very exciting stuff for you guys this week. So make sure you're keeping an eye out. You've hit the subscription button, the notification bell, whatever. Make sure you like, you comment, you do all the things to uh, help us get the word out and grow this podcast channel. Until next time, see you, cool.